Jerry and Brayden are friends with ideas. Terrible ideas. When the phone rings, it's a special kind of conversing. Here you are. You're invited to listen in. So please lay your fears. Lend us your ears. When you get that itch, the Brayden Cameron. Uh, Gary Butterfield here. Hey, Brayden. Hey, Gary. What's uh, what's shaking in your parts? Well, I'll tell you one thing that is uh, shaking, and uh, Do- that's this. Hear that? Yeah, it sounds like a keyboard. No, keep hearing. No. Hear harder. Is this uh, like a magazine? That's right. And oh. what's our favorite magazine? Uh, book, book checkbooks. Checkbook. Checkbook Magazine, my friend. I'm have sorry, you read the new I, one? No, I canceled my subscription. Do you have it on your Kindle Fire? No, I don't have a Kindle Fire. I just I, The thing is, I just don't read magazines anymore. Well, listen, my friend. You are the exception, not the rule. No, I, mean, I understand. I understand. Because I, I get all my checkbook information from you when you call me every week. That's true. That gives me an idea. <laughs> but that's an idea for another time. Um, checkbook is real good this week. I, you know, maybe you know what, Brayden, when yep. you come home tomorrow from school, mm-hmm. there's going to be a Nook fire waiting for you in your mailbox. Oh, that's very nice of you. With, with the checkbook app preloaded. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. I, just, I assume I, I, this is a gift from you and not just a weird coincidence. It's a prediction um, <laughs> I, <laughs> that I'm making uh, based on my ability to tell the future. Okay. Uh, of things that I do. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, so I was doing a little bedtime reading. Mm-hmm. Um, publishing, still booming, right? Yeah, yeah, it's big. It, I mean, apart from the one subscription I canceled, but yeah. Well, this is definitely, that's going to be, that's probably going to cut down a significant percentage of magazine subscriptions. But it's still, I mean, there are, there are hundreds of people reading these magazines. Yeah. Like, Teeth for Brushers took off like a socket, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and there's been there's been uh, pressure. You know, we need to get back into publishing. Well, you know? Yeah, I mean, you you're saying we need to put out new products. Yeah, yeah, not not back into it. I mean, like Teeth of Russia is still going strong. We you need know, to this whole. We whole need to resink our teeth into it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah well, exactly. I mean, the, the, another, I don't know if you take another bite, bite out of it. Of the right? publishing industry, we need yeah. to swallow some more of that delicious money. Am I, am I right? Um, that sounds weird, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, we've got a spread in Teeth for Brushers next week where it's uh, uh, Kanye's original Yeezus rubbing teeth with uh, Jay-Z's uh, Magna Carta Holy Grail. Uh, wow. And they're just rubbing teeth. Just a lot of tooth rubbing. Okay. Every once in a while, they back off and go, yeah! Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is but digital the, uh, only. Like, you can you can hear it then. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's coming out in animated gift form. Um, oh, Okay. The, uh, so, so I want to get back into publishing or get more into it. Mm-hmm. You and I, we as innovators, we look at mountains and we climb them, right? So like a good reason to do something is because we've never done it before. Yeah. Oftentimes I look at mountains and then think about how I could get that mountain on top of another mountain so that it's actually a challenge. Exactly. Exactly. Double mountain is a, it's a deal. 
Cam. <laughs> the DMS. Um, yeah. The the uh, uh, so this I was thinking about uh, you know that about getting your thing in there and in uh, checkbook they're talking about publishing the two fastest growing genres in books right now <laughs> science fiction and erotica. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, Everybody so read we, Fifty Shades of, Ga- of Grey? Yeah. Uh, some people read Fifty Shades of Gary. Like I, everybody, I got through about half of it. Yeah, it gets dark. Like, yeah. I understand if you don't want to keep reading it. Like, I like the guy who I hired to ghostwrite that, like, yeah, yeah real weird. Well, I, got, I got to the one part where it was like six pages just about, like, a single nipple, and I was like, I just can't. I can't do any more. I think five is my limit on pages about nipple, like single well, and nipples. Al- and also, why did they never have sex? Like, it's this weird, you know, it's like in the book, like in real life, I have sex all, you know, I'm fine with it. But in the yeah. book, like, I'm just like, just sitting there staring at the nipple, like looking at the nipple, drawing pictures yeah. of the nipple. It's kind of like, the nipple. you know, when you, you read the first Lord of the Rings book, The Fellowship of the Ring, and they go through the Mines of Moria, and it's like two pages of action, and then right afterwards, there's like a page and a half just talking about a lake, and I didn't want to talk about a lake, I wanted to see that nipple get something done to it. Yeah, yeah, or something else done to it, totally, it's exactly like that. I would go as far as say Fifty Shades of Gary is like Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It um, is a lot like, I mean, it's the journey, and it was a journey that I wasn't, like I, I got off halfway. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and and they wanted you to get off all the way, um, which is what we're looking to do with our brand new line of paperbacks. Okay, okay. I'm going to present to you, Analog, the science friction magazine. Okay, okay. Uh, so, I mean, based on what I'm I'm guessing, you're going to get the best of erotic science fiction each month. Compile it, edit it, put it into this magazine, and send it out to everybody. Is that right? That's exactly what I'm going to do. And and I've hired a new partner for us. Uh, okay. For it. Um, I'm nervous. Legend, legend in the genre, Josh Groban. Whoa. I didn't know he was into erotic science fiction. He and I just had macaroni salad. He didn't even bring it up. Oh, he's thinking about it. Um, yeah, so he's – and he uh, has wisely outsourced his actual editing duties to uh, Isaac Orgasmov. The Isaac Orgasimov. Wow, that is a big name in this genre that I just found out about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's a, he's a legend, right? Like, yeah. uh, you know, he wrote um, Saturn's Rings. Mm-hmm. If you read that, uh, uh, yeah. He has that that series, uh, the Brazzers Go to the Moon. Oh, sure, the, that was a good one. I know, and I, I've been waiting for a sequel, and hopefully we can publish it. Like, I want to know what the Brazzers do next. When they go um, in the moon? Yeah, they do. And then uh, <laughs> Quant- Quantum Quim. Oh, which is that, okay. that book about the uh, the uh, scientific pussy. I didn't know that was a that was by him, but yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so so we're gonna get him. He's gonna edit it, and each month it's gonna be a new paperback, kind of like miniature book. It's the best in science fiction erotica. Wow. Okay, I'm I'm sold, Gary. I'm sold. What? Tell me some more. Um, so, so if you're anything like our ideal audience for this, mm-hmm. every month you want new pulse-pounding p-tails from Pluto and beyond. That's what I'm mm-hmm. thinking of for a tagline, right? Um, and the cool thing about that is, like, you hear pulse-pounding p-tails, 
that P can stand for either one. Mm-hmm. You know? You're right. So we, You're absolutely right. It could stand for planets. Well, it could stand for penises. It could stand for pussies. Sure. It could sure. stand for planetoids. It could stand for sure. uh, pulsars. Pulsars, yep. Uh, and then and then you start, it, it just writes itself. You start putting those things together and you get like planetar of the pussies and pulsar of the penises. And like, it just, it writes itself. Right. And, and you know, it doesn't matter if you're into like girls or dudes or prostitutes or brostitutes or backpackulas or whatever you want to stick your dick in. At Pitch Industries, we like to say, in Obama's America, we don't care where you stick it as long as you kick it. That's right. That's absolutely right. That's been our motto for Pitch Industries all along. It's a little weird that it's under the name of the steakhouse, um, where it says, house. we don't care where you stick it as long as you kick it. Right, because one yeah. of the things about the steakhouse is we do care where you stick it. Yeah, and we really don't like it when you kick the meat around. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, so but I mean it is a motto we're we're uh, you know dedicated to it. Yeah, I mean maybe um, it's not universally the best motto, but it works eighty five percent of the time. <laughs> it applies to some situations. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Okay. Um, yeah. So what so what do you got in this first issue? What are you thinking about? So we have uh, from Orgasmov himself, the androgynous strain. Is it a bro? Is it a girl? Does she have a P or does he have a P? It doesn't matter because you're in for erotic delight as you explore her planetoids and colonize her beaver or his uh, uh, man beaver. You know, uh, the Mons Pubis is much like an alien planet. Just saying it sounds like it's the name of an alien planet. So, you know, if you want to put your flag down there, have at it. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, we got, uh, it's not just interplanetary stuff. We got time travel, uh, Whorehouse 5. You know, we oh, got, uh, it's, okay. it's, it's, you know, this character uh, gets unstuck in time, goes back and uh, remembers all the peas that he's veed mm-hmm. during his entire life, during his time in the war, uh, sure. reflects on Dresden, Yeah. Um, asks a lot of questions about, you know, fate and everything. And then he meets a meets uh, race of aliens that are little hands with eyeballs and the end of each hand is a breast. Sure. Okay. That that makes total sense. Um, okay. Let me let me. I'm thinking of one just right now off the top of my head. Um, the space elevator is actually my penis. That would really work well with uh, you know in con- like like people are really interested in space elevators right now more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're riding up one and it's a gigantic penis. Mm-hmm. That goes from here to the moon. Can you imagine how satisfying that would be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can super, too. And you know who else super can? Super satisfying. Orgasm out. Uh, we also have Michael Crichton. Okay. He's on board, like uh, to write books for us. Um, he's taking a break from all his Jurassic Parks and everything like that. Sure. And, and formally, um, part of it is he wants to get away from. You know, he took his. You know, brought his hand at a uh, writing erotic sci-fi, and he made some real cheap you know, books that are kind of ruining the industry for a little while. Like, yeah. I don't know if you ever read them, but he was, there was a pen name that wrote Rocket Clits. Yeah, and he wrote Jurassic Pork. Yeah, Jurassic Pork, and the spaceman cried, come balls. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, he he did those, but he's back, he's on board now. Okay. Know? So he's, he wants a second chance. We got he him wants cheap. To step it up a little bit here. Yep, and uh, and he's going to write, write uh, uh, do Android Dream Electric Sheep for us. 
Oh, okay. Uh, Will Orgasmov write uh, I Sexbot? He's got We Are Trilogy coming. It's okay. going to be I Sexbot, I Hobot, and I Blowbot. What about Thigh Robot? That's great. Thigh Robot could be the spinoff specifically for uh, people who are into monster thighs. And then we can have the uh, the analog erotic friction junior series mm-hmm. that has the aspirational books, including I Groban. So these are aspirational erotic science fiction? <laughs> yep. We put them in the bookmobile. And it's like it starts off like it looks like a big picture full of books and dicks. Mm-hmm. And then you open it up and it's like, hey, kid. You were going to look at this porn, but wouldn't you rather grow up to be Josh Groban? Josh Groban was born in Manfield, Illinois, in 1968. No, I get he's it. Just, yeah, he's, he's ageless. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so wow, okay. So the, no, no, I get it. Because because really, uh, if I'm thinking about erotic fiction, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, Gary. I'm pretty much always putting Josh Groban in no matter what they tell me the space captain or the alien looks like, one of them's mm-hmm. going to end up looking like Josh Groban. My version of Lord of the Rings, he played Legolas. He'd be a great Legolas. And he used to he'd say... Also, um, he'd also be a really that whole... thorn. Sure. Sure, he's got the right hair color. I like, I've always wanted to imagine him blonde. Um, there's that scene where they end up at the uh, Great Elf Council and uh, uh, the evil elf lord, uh, Mr. Smith, he doesn't want to help the fellowship. And he comes up to him and he goes, My name's Legolas, and this is my absolute favorite hobbit. My name's Josh Groban, and this is my absolute favorite product. And he points and that would, at Frodo. Yeah, and that would do it. I mean, that's going to melt anybody's heart. Totally, especially Elrond's. Well, we're getting off, um, we're getting off track, I think. I think we got to bring oh, it sure. back. How about this? Uh, rendezvous with ramming. Rendezvous with ramming. And you know who we can bring in to ghostwrite that? Robert Heinlein, um, who's also uh, has recently uh, pitched us Stranger in a Strange Gland. <laughs> or Stranger in a Strange Man. Yeah, strange. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a duology. <laughs> okay, um, uh, how about 2001 Space Sodomy? That, that sounds fantastic. We're getting all types of that. I mean, the thing about sodomy is that everybody does it. Yeah. You know, Even you don't, if they you don't, don't have want to. Be in... <laughs> yep. And, <laughs> like, and you don't have to be, you know, into, uh, you know, it can be any kind of sodomy. Like, one of the things that I want to emphasize with this book line is how girls have buttholes, too. It's not just a guy part. And mouths. And, mo- and mouth holes. Yeah. Um, one of the ways, that, and then there's all kinds of things that are sodomy, like sodomy is anything, and we're going to also tell that uh, in the handjobs tale. Okay, sure, yeah, all right. I'm totally on board with this. This sounds, blow crash? Yeah, this sounds sexy. This sounds uh, hip hop happening. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, uh, and then let's say, you know, you're one of these uh, special browsers who's really into, you know, uh, you know, barely legal, uh, you know, fresh fresh 18 year olds mm-hmm. um, we can have we can set you up with a uh, deflowers for Algernon okay sure sure and Algernon is the giant planet that eats virgins <laughs> yep and before uh, they eat them he describes how they're virgins 
Well, he deflowers them, right? Like, but yeah. no, they have to be okay. So he's a giant, giant plant. They get deflowered in my belly. <laughs> recently deflowered virgins, right? Got it. Okay, we're uh, that one's done. That one, it practically wrote itself. Yep, we got we got the story of these old monks who find a bunch of old porno from our century and learn mm-hmm. to reutilize it. It's going to be a canticle for Leibowitz. Okay, okay, sounds. Sounds sexy. Reminds me of a trauma film. Continue. Sure, sure. And then for for me, like ever since I got divorced, I've just been really turned on by wives, just mm-hmm. in general. And that's why we got someone to pitch the time traveler's wife. Oh, sure, because time travel that totally falls under science fiction. Wives, erotic. Yep, and that's science fiction that belongs in analog. That's why I mean, I mean, when you think about it, like you've got all those genres of pornography out there where you want to watch a POV or a, a you know, a AIM video or a WILF. I mean, everybody knows the acronym of WILF, which is wives. I'd like to fuck. I mean, this sure. is just a thing. So it makes sense. And this That's is all going to be in analogs. We're going to bring in a brand new protagonist, Wilf Lord Brimley. He is the Lord of the Wilfs. He's got the sexy harem full of time travelers' wives. And uh, he gives them all insulin in exchange for pleasure. And they, swing, they swim in a pool filled with like little alien cocoons, right? Yeah. Yeah, it keeps them eternally young. <laughs> and uh, he gains their power through uh, their flowers. Yeah, which then, and then when he's done with them, he just feeds them to to uh, Elgernon. Yeah, exactly. I like that we're just yeah. tying this all together. There's themes. We're, I mean, there's different stories, but they're all in the same universe. Yep. yep like, yep. Uh, like I want to put my spaceship in your wormhole. That one's a really good one. Yep, yep. And that would be a good vehicle, because I'm thinking one of the things we need is like a, a hero for this entire thing, right? Like one character that keeps it all together, you know, who's going to be interacting with all the, you know, Wolf Lord Brimley and with Algernon and with the, uh, you know, the Time Traveler's wife. And I'm thinking about Fuck Rogers. I like Fuck Rogers. I was thinking about uh, Groban X9000. Sidekick? Totally. Fuck Rogers could totally be Groban X9000 sidekick. Yeah, Groban X9000 Sidekick is a, a sentient instant messaging program that Josh Groban used to use that now is on a 3.5 floppy disk and floats around with the power of his voice. His sidekick, a randy spaceman with a hole cut out in a spacesuit, but a P that is immune to gravity and solar rays. Cosmic radiation, sure, yeah. Yeah, um, it doesn't, we don't, doesn't become invisible, right? I'm really into it. I think that's fantastic. Uh, I'd like to see interactions between uh, Groban X9000 and Fuck Rogers. I think that's what the audience wants eventually. But, you know, don't don't bring it out right away. You want to tease it. You want to build that relationship. Have a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to meet. So, like, maybe alternating chapters. Like the first chapter, we got this 3.5 floppy disk in a warehouse, and there's a kind of the old janitor, and he's, like, pushing a mop around, and he's like, mm-hmm. who's this disk? I've got to go bring it over to you the canticle where they've got all the old technology and he goes and he puts the disc in and uh, the disc makes this like real screeching loud modem sound and then goes my name's Josh Groban and this is my absolute favorite floppy disc and then he's like oh shit this thing has to go on adventures and he blasts into space where fuck Rogers already is 
living on the planet from Ringworld, and the rings in that world are the rings that you're thinking of. Okay, I got you. The Dark Rings, if you will. Sure. Uh, I think this is great. And then, you know, later on in the series, they meet Flesh Gordon, and it's all just party times. It's like the League of Extra Horny Gentlemen. And a floppy disk. This is the best idea I've heard in a long time, and I think it is going to rock the book-slash-magazine world. It's going to rock uh, that, and it's going to rock whatever type of um, erectile tissue you happen to have when you read it. Yeah, I'm in. Gary, let's let's roll this thing out right now. Well, I'm going to go get uh, Orgasmov, uh, Heinlein, and Crichton, and then we're going to go camp outside of Stephen King's house and see if we can get him to, to join our team. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get uh, Stephen Stephen King. Let's just get everybody we can. We'll get a uh, gay Badberry. Uh, sure. You know, whatever. I'm trying to get Stephen King to do a sequel, and so we can release Stephen King's tit, and see if we can have that come out. Man, I'm afraid of clowns. Let's not do any clowns. Even if they have voluptuous breasts. <laughs> Especially, I don't want to have fear masturbation sessions. So that's how I'm going to be spending the next couple of days, like just trying to see if I can get him. I mean, if he's not going to do Tit, um, he can do uh, the Reaming Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did do the Cumslinger. I'm going to see if we can't get him on board. Mm. Um, so that's where I'm going to be. But uh, I've got your your uh, your Nook address, mm-hmm. so I can send you a magazine by yeah. Nook. Um, that's probably the quickest way to get you a lot of information quickly. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, pub- I'll publish you a message when. Uh, when I, I've, if I've gotten a hold of King. Fantastic. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this project. I think it's great, uh, Gary. I'm 100% on board. And uh, I'm glad we're back in publishing, even though, I mean, we never really left. But I'm glad we're doing more for the publishing world. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a adult publishing. Like, we only have a few explicitly adult products, and I think that's an important market. Mm-hmm. I feel like we Pizza have fannies, almost all of them. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Pleasure Throat. Pleasure uh, Throat. Well, yeah. Pleasure Throat just said, I love you. I mean, that was it. That was a That's really... true. Well, but you can't really love, know what love is until you're an adult. Touche. So. One day uh, I hope to know when I'm an adult. I, I hope you do too, but you're going to meet that special girl someday. Yeah, we'll uh, see. I, I hope to give you away at your wedding. <laughs> Thank you very much. I would like that, Gary. Uh, okay. All right. Anyway, I should get going. Thank you for calling, though. Yeah, erotic dreams, my friend. And and to you as well. Good night. Good night.
Swordcraft, send me a miracle. Swordcraft, only 99 levels. Swordcraft, want to marry a skeleton. Swordcraft has romance. 